So hello, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening. This is Marcus talking. I'm a contestant on season one of Love is Online. And I'm here having a conversation with Ryan L. Ryan, how are you? Hey there. I'm uh, doing uh, pretty well. Yeah. How about yourself? I'm doing great. So first thing right off the bat, we gave you a nickname and it's Lion. Yes. How do you how do you feel about it? Um, I feel like it's uh, appropriate considering that, well, at first we had three Ryans and a Brian. Yeah. Uh, so this was a, uh, it was a task to get everybody straight and out at the beginning. Yeah. It was fun for us, for the audience. I forget <laughs> who exactly came up with it, but the whole lion tie in tie in thing was, it was, it was fun for us to, to do that. Yeah. And I do know that there were some of the, uh, the women that, um, like were very confused for a little bit about which Ryan they had talked to. Um, oh yeah. The daters. Yes. And they were, um, they were hopeful that maybe we could have retagged our names as the nicknames, but nobody wanted to, you know, reveal to us at the time. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. They wanted some, some clarification when they were maybe, maybe some ladies had two or even three Ryans at a time. Uh, yeah, because so I believe how they had structured it or how it was wanted to be structured before two of the guys dropped out was to have like, um, rotations of threes so like everybody would be in a, like a group of three and rotate to each lady and gent group like that and right. uh, my group was josh and ryan s or cyan um so i knew for a fact that um there was going to be sometimes that maybe a lady might not remember which ryan they were talking to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure yeah well, okay so how did you hear about love is online um, I heard about it from the, uh, the subreddit for, um, Love is Blind, uh, and I'd actually applied for a different one of these kinds of things. Um, I think it was like courting in quarantine or something like that. Um, and, um, then the, uh, the folks that produce Love is uh, Online, uh, reached out to me and said that they kind of share sometimes the same, um, the same, uh, like, uh, applying set. Uh, people that right. were applying for the um, applicants that's the word <laughs> okay. um and uh i was just like eh, what what the hell my my as my as well just go for it okay so you sent in the application and they 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 got right back to you and said hey we want you on the show oh yeah it was like um i sent in the application and then maybe like a few hours later they were like okay cool join the discord <laughs> wow nice yeah so how much did you buy into the concept of like, let's see if you can really connect with somebody without seeing them? Um, I definitely bought into the concept, um, which okay. should have been evident to audience members, I think, um, from how in-depth I would be in my responses to things. Um, yeah, no, I, I, um, I've kind of been somebody on the internet for like 15 years or so, you know, early 2000s. So I'm kind of used to these kinds of interactions with people that I've never met in person. Um, so the concept itself wasn't bizarre to me at all. Uh, have you online dated before? Um, not exactly, no. Um, well, I, I like had like one week with a friend of mine from a different school that we were dating on AIM. Uh, and at the end of it, we were like, oh, that didn't really count, did it? No, it didn't. Okay. Um, Dated on AIM. This must have been years ago. Yeah, this was like 2004 or 2006 yeah, that, or something like that. That sounds then. about right. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, had to, you had to, you know, line up your uh, away messages and profiles to make sure that uh, you both mentioned each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
So when you, right before you started Love is Online, you had signed up, you got accepted, you knew you were going to be in it. But before the first day, mm-hmm. what were you expecting that it would be like? Um, I, I was not sure. I was kind of, I was really intrigued about how like the interaction between the guys would be, but also what kinds of like women would be there. Um, you know, what, how everybody was going to be like, if they were all buying into it wholesale or if, you know, some people were kind of just having, trying to have a good time with their uh, time alone at home, you know? Um, so I was kind of intrigued about that and kind of, uh, yeah, very interested in seeing what kinds of people and what kinds of motivations people would have. And it's hard to know, like, you know, you know where you're coming from, you know, your experience with, uh, watching reality TV and you also mm-hmm. know your experience with online dating and it's hard to know if other people have the same thoughts, same experiences. So I can see where, and I mean, you know, I was part of season one, so I was in there a little bit too. Um, it can be hard to know how seriously to take it off the bat. Uh, yes, it uh, definitely can be. And um, that was my, that was my first big worry was with like initial conversations with these women uh, you know, just knowing what kind of register to be speaking in, what kind of tone to be with. Um, like, I was expecting it to definitely be a little bit more uh, long form or wor- wordier than, like, you know, <laughs> your your uh, standard Tinder conversation. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then once the slow mode started activating, it, it definitely became that a lot more Wait. so. So talk to me about slow mode. You had several comments uh, sort of detrimental against Captain Slow Mode. Um, um, yeah, or Captain that... Slow Mode of uh, the state of uh, North Slocota, I think was another <laughs> right. one. No, right. Slowlyan mode apart, I think was one. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, no, I... Um, so at first, I think that it hadn't been activated right when we started off. Um, and you know, like I started off on the internet with aim. So I'm used to like that kind of rhythm of like instant messenger kind of style. Um, and you know, over time your message length starts to get longer and longer. And then, you know, you kind of figure out, oh wait, they, they're really interested in me from that, you know? Um, because if you're putting in the effort to, you know, really go at it with, um, a message when you could just, you know, send a short little thing. It shows a lot of, about how interested you are in the other person. Um, so once slow-mo got activated, um, it, it really changed the dynamic I felt for a lot of people because it meant that every message had to count a lot more um, because you had to wait an entire minute to send another one. Um, yeah. And it really got, well, it got annoying to everybody the first night during that last hour um, where oh, yeah. nobody was kind of thinking about it all day because, you know, like, uh, you're just going about your business. You might have some work to do. You check in and out of your conversation, you know, that kind of feel. Then during that last hour where everybody is frantically trying to, you know, ask their burning questions, their kind of deal breakery things, it really put a struggle on everybody. Yeah, because you're trying to get in rapid fire before the time shuts down, Um, but you still have to wait. One minute adds up a lot when it's one minute on each side. Uh, Yeah, and it adds up when, you know, it's one of 60 minutes rather than one of 12 hours. 
Exactly. Do you think, because um, you talked about you wanted to make sure you were speaking the right tone on these dates, do you think the slow mode played into the tone you feel like you were projecting? Um, I think partially yes and partially no. I think that I, I might have had a reputation with the audience of being a little bit verbose, um, a little bit worry, a little, uh, a little bit of a soft boy type. Um, okay. uh, I believe I've, I've even seen some people saying, just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a romantic kind of guy and uh, I like you know, getting into more deeper connections and longer messages kind of come with that territory. But I definitely think that um, I transitioned into a bit even longer of a style and, you know, throwing in multiple questions kind of a thing um, as I kind of realized what slow mode meant for the conversation. Yeah, it's interesting to sort of navigate the fact that it's a text environment and all of these conversations are happening over text as opposed to the show where they got to talk to each other. So you can hear inflections in somebody's voice and you can hear excitement and you can tell if somebody's joking uh, more easily if they're talking to you. But over text, it's really hard to get a joke across if you, you know, don't overload it with raffle emojis. Yeah, that was that's <laughs> that's always the struggle is uh, knowing the right balance of of a. Uh you know, making sure that your joke gets taken as a joke and not as, you know, a, a, a bad opinion or viewpoint. Um, right. And I think that that's like, you know, if, if it was the kind of thing where, you know, I could roll off a second message right after that and kind of say, yeah, no, or, but actually, you know, something like that. I think that yeah. the humor tone from me might have come out a little bit more, more quickly. Um, that was seen evidently in my journal. Um, um, but yeah, no, and something about the, the voice chat thing was something that was really interesting in conversations with other daters after the show, um, because we kind of like, I know that I felt like if the last day had been voice chat kind of a thing. Like entirely, um, purely voice chat. Pure voice chat. I would have been very intrigued about how, um, things could have changed with matches yeah. um, because something that, you know, some of the, the daters had mentioned is I'm not used to this. I'm not used to never seeing the person, never even hearing their voice before, you know, yeah. committing to them um, for lack of a better term. Um, and um, I just think that would have been really interesting to see what kind of flow would have um, come up with um, voice conversation. I didn't know that that was even, was that an option they were considering to have the last day be all voice conversation? Well, so what they had told us was, um, and they, they kind of tell you things like on the fly, you know, it's like alert, alert. Like, I, I don't know if you've seen the circle. The circle, um, totally. Um, so that they, you know, have all these twists that come as alerts and it kind of shocks everybody. Yeah. And you have no idea what's going to happen next. And that was something I really liked about that show was that um, every single you know, elimination had a different twist to it. And so everybody was, you know, on their toes. Um, but uh, that's a di digression. Um, but the, the interesting thing about that was the, you know, what a twist moment of it all. And um, that's kind of how it felt the last few days where they, you know, let us know, hey, so uh, today, fun fact, you can share any photo you'd like with the person. And everybody's like, w I don't know what to send. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was obvious that nobody knew what to send because the host kept on making new announcements of, you know, you could uh, 
send a picture of your favorite place or your favorite bar or yeah. and any you can send anything you can't be you i know that you would love to send um them pictures of yourself but you know literally anything else you can send. Yeah. um and sim For similar thing happened on the last day where um they it, i think it was definitely in reply to my conversations that i was having during that day um they mentioned going offline doesn't mean that you're committed to them forever <laughs> um, because there was definitely somebody that um two people that i was with on the last day that i know one of them was kind of uh agreeing to go offline but not to quote unquote go offline um and then that announcement just came right after the person said that so, <laughs> hmm you yeah. think there might be some correlation there yes might be. Not, i don't know maybe we're not sure <laughs> i don't know um we talked a little bit you mentioned it already about you and one of the daters had uh something in common that is that you dated their coworker once <laughs> Um, um do you yeah. care to elaborate on that situation? Uh yeah. Um and it's funny looking at the the T doc now, um, to see that on the first day, everybody thought that like Lexi and I, who's the other dater, that we either knew each other or they were like wondering if, you know, I was an ex of hers or she an ex of mine, and um trying to kind of just like look through our common histories that, of, of stories of exes that we were telling and trying to figure out uh, which one was Ryan, which one was Lexi. Um, and then it turned out it was neither. It was that I, um, uh, so um, Lexi had mentioned that she works for a uh, gun advocacy group in DC. And I had dated previously uh, somebody, actually there was the last person that I dated for about a month or so back in February, um, I dated a graphic designer who worked at a gun advocacy group in DC. Um, okay. And there's only so many of those, to be yeah, honest. how many could there be? And also, to be quite honest, um, there's only so many that people, you know, really talk about how great their bosses are. Um, <laughs> so I just, like, once Lexi said that, I was like, hmm, it could have could it be that place? No, it can't. No, it can't be. And then she mentioned uh, something about Elizabeth Warren, which was a standard kind of question about of mine, just trying to gauge where people's political leanings were without just being out and out. Like, are you liberal? Are you conservative? You know, it's, it's a little bit easier and more nuanced and flowing. I'll just directly ask, how do you feel about Elizabeth Warren? Well, well I, I was like, name three candidates that you were into. You know, okay. um, so it's it's broad of a question. The person can take it any direction that they want to. Um, you know, it's it's not it's not a direct question. It's definitely open ended, and that's you know, and every single candidate has a different flavor, has a different kind of supporter base, and finding a composite between the three kind of does get you an idea without having to get really deep into politics about what kind of person they are politically speaking. Um, okay. And she had mentioned Elizabeth Warren. And something that my ex had mentioned was that when um, that her office chat, all the women were extreme stands for Elizabeth Warren. Okay. <laughs> so at this point, I was like, oh, it, it has to be there. It has to be there. So we just talked about it. I just brought up, like, you know, I, it's funny that you should say all these things about your work because I'm 
Max that used to work at uh, a gun advocacy group because, well, back up a little bit. The context was that um, Lexi had said, my last ex was named Ryan. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, funny you should mention that. My last ex worked at a gun advocacy at group it. in DC right. as a graphic designer. And then wow. Lexi was like, oh, fuck. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> so um, that was the, that was the uh, tea spilling over moment between the two of us. But it was, it was definitely a lighthearted moment, uh, not a weird one. That's good. Do you, th- do you think that when she realized that her coworker had dated you, <laughs> do you think maybe that might have changed something for her? Um, no, I don't think it in a negative way. Um, it, it was definitely a thing where, um, and we, we talk still, um, I should say, um, we, we, uh, text and, um, I'm, I mean, Lexi and myself. Right. Um, and, uh, fast, fast forwarding to the result of your, <laughs> uh, time in the game is that you, you left alone to, you went out offline by yourself. Is that right? Um, technically speaking, yes. By the okay. definitions of the game. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I went offline alone. Uh, Lexi and I mutually agreed to not putting such a, a label on how our um, time had uh, settled. Um, okay. But uh, we, you know, we both really like each other and we're still talking um, and still ch- chatting and bantering and everything like that. And um, yeah, no, I don't think it put a, a negative character on things for us. If anything, it was just a, f- a funny moment and a funny little bond that we have. So do you feel like your conversation or, or conversations after the game is closed and people can't see what you're talking about anymore, um, do they feel different? Yeah, they do. Um, I think, well, first off, after the first day, I kind of realized just how, um, how verbose I was compared to other contestants, um, especially the other guys. It sounded like the other guys were very not as deep in the conversations, not as much in the weeds in the conversations. And I was kind of diving in deep. Do you um, mean in the, in the dates or in the guys in the, chat? In the both, honestly, um, in the dates, they, it, it sounded like from conversations with some of the other, the, the women daters that it sounded like the, it wasn't as like um, deep on the first day, uh, the first conversation as it was with me. Right. <laughs> so uh, I kind of retooled myself as like the experiment went on um, to try to not seem as um, extra. <laughs> um, okay. But, um, you know, now that we don't have anybody watching us talk, it feels a lot more natural and you're, and you're able to, you know, talk about weirder things that have happened to you um, without, you know, having the audience there watching you and hearing your deep secrets. And replying to you in the form of emojis. <laughs> yeah, that's the even that's that's the even crazier part of it all, really. <laughs> what was that um, like? How did you? Because you were definitely you were a big fan favorite. I'll tell you that right off the bat, and I'm oh, sure I, you picked up on that. I uh, kind of it was after like the maybe the second or third day I figured out that um, because the second day I kind of felt like people were kind of eye rolling at me a little bit um, because of how like in depth I would talk, but. You know, I think the um, my tea sessions in the journal uh, definitely changed things a little bit for me. Oh yes, the audience picked up real quick that you are a big fan of the tea. You're the tea master. <laughs> yeah, I'm in talks to uh, open my own tea shop for next season. That's great, and we were all also really excited for you to join the audience because uh, 
being in the audience is a really fun experience. You get to see all the tea and contribute to it. And um, we know that you're going to have a blast uh, watching the next seasons. Uh, yeah, and I might uh, cringe at things that remind me of myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get real again. So okay. um, you had some conversations with Lexi towards the end of the game. You had some conversations with Nikki. But if we go back to the very beginning, yeah, that's not necessarily how it started out. No, it's not. <laughs> um, talk to me about that a little bit. Um, there was somebody else before them that, um, well, the first day I had talked to Nikki, um, and I've definitely felt a, a good connection there, but we hadn't really like really hit it off until our second conversation, I feel like. Um, yeah. and during our overnight chat, which, um, it was the last game, uh, there was like a game at the last night and the prize was you could talk to whoever you wanted overnight. Um, and so I chose to talk to Nikki and I felt like it was really good conversation. Um, and I had a really good feeling about it, but that is not the, the first person that I had a strong, um, connection with, um, that, uh, that would have been Ashley. Um, yeah, uh, which was quite, now I'm looking at the Instagrams and it was quite evident in the journal log, um, that that was the, uh, first ship of the, uh, season, I believe. Pretty much right away, yep. um, yeah. Yeah, um, it seemed like the audience was very into that. Um, but um, yeah, it, it was... <sighs> Here's the thing. I don't think you can be... I don't think you or really anybody else can be blamed for having multiple people that you're talking to at some point in the game because that's kind of the point, right? Yes. If, if you've got 10 people or nine people or however many all talking to each other, all seeing who's going to make a connection... There's nothing wrong with you liking two or three of them at once um, um, yeah, no, to the extent where you want to get to know them better. You want to continue your conversations. And then, you know, by the end, hopefully you've found one that really you identify with. Um, yeah. But, yeah. you know, sometimes that's the way it goes. You have two or three people or if it works out for you that you really get along with. Um, yeah. And I, I noticed something now that I'm like looking at like all the Instagramming and everything like that and the T doc and everything um, was that during my second day of conversations with Ashley that um, I think I mentioned in my journal, like I felt like if things are off, um, I, like after the fact, I felt like I had kind of messed up my chances with her. So. Well, but yeah. it sounds like you might still have some things in the works. Um, of what sort? What do you mean? I'm sorry. In terms of like, uh, you're still talking to people, you know, maybe yeah. something could still happen. Yeah, it's 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 definitely possible that something could happen with um, one of the ladies. Yeah, um, and I feel um, pretty good about the conversations that we've had after the the pods closed finally. Um, That's great. And yeah, I've been having a good time chatting with the audience members and getting to interact with people and kind of see how things were um, playing out in the audience's mind uh, after the fact. Oh yeah, we couldn't. We we were saying basically the whole time, like we can't wait for Ryan L to get in the audience because <laughs> he, he's gonna have a blast with us, and we're gonna have a blast with him. And I I seem to have won the game because I was the sole survivor. The sole survivor. What do I you was mean? the last one. <laughs> um, the last so, one to to like end the game. Yes, I was. Oh um, wow, I didn't realize that. So on the last day, um, I get a message. So before before the last day, Michelle and I had agreed that we would be better as friends. And sure. then the rest of the day, we had a tea chat in our pod. 
Yeah, um, yeah, which which we also very much ship the Ryanel Michelle friendship. Um, so the funny thing was that we agreed that you know if it turned out that we you know one of our mass matches you know ended up with somebody else that we would you know love to talk again the next day and just tee it up. Oh, okay. And so yeah, yeah. I get a message from the host the morning of like, hey, the audience is really wanting you to have that tea chat with with Michelle. Um, do you want to have it? So I technically had four pods on the last day, yeah, not yeah. three like everybody else. And um, my my two conversations with Nikki and Lexi had ended fairly early, but I stayed in the pod with Michelle um, yeah. because we were just wow. chatting and having a good time. And she was waiting on Bobby to uh, finally, uh, you know, get, get online to uh, respond to her. And it was really sure. great that she got, you know, Got somebody and I'm really glad for him because he he was dogged by not being able to be around a lot from his work. Yeah, he was working. He was working a lot. Yeah. So it's it's really sweet and, and amazing that they were able to um decide on each other. And I'm really happy for them. But I wanted to be with her until it was over. Um so yeah. uh it gets announced that she got matched, she they're going online, and then um in my journal, I just get one of the hosts saying, Hey Ryan, um everybody else is gone. <laughs> um, what do you do you want to maybe like um close this up Should we wrap now? this thing up like uh, it's yeah. time to go and i so i say um uh i i see that i've i've won i'm the i'm the slow survivor um fear is, like... not, a, fear is not a factor for me um this, i'm sorry to tell you that you're the last team to arrive but this is a non-elimination like um, <laughs> you know and i was all like, the reality shows the every, reality every shows. classic line yeah, and I couldn't, I couldn't come up with any more. So it's just like, okay, I'm done. All right, yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, That's great. I didn't know yeah. that behind the scenes bit about how you, uh, you were able to stay with Michelle just simply because the audience wanted the tea. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was because of that. And um, we chatted and had a great time after the show too. Yeah, um, so, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I was, um, that was like the, the best part of the final day, honestly. Um, the last two days were such a roller coaster. I didn't yeah. know how things were going to end up at all um so it was nice to have like one solid steady thing was a good friendship yeah that's great yeah um so do you think you would do something like this again <laughs> um i mean you, i mean you wouldn't be able to do this one because we all know what you look like now but well yeah um, it was funny because that got joked around about like ryan should be on the next season <laughs> oh yeah um but um Unless we do like a, you know, all-stars, all -stars um, you know, yeah, <laughs> um, all previous, previous contestants all go back in. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was like, am I going to be the Boston Rob of this? Oh God. Um, but um, I don't know, honestly. Um, I think that the whole dynamic of having the audience was something that I hadn't really thought much about at the beginning of it. Um, whereas everybody else was super nervous about it. I wasn't as nervous about it. And then as time went on, I became more nervous about the audience factor. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, because I just started, you know, once it started showing that, you know, guys in our chat would be mentioning like, oh, yeah, things are going really well with me and so-and-so. I just think to myself, oh, things are going well with them and so-and-so. Uh-oh. Um, I thought they were going well with me and so-and-so. I see. Um, so it, like, as time went on and having the irony factor 
of uh, the dramatic irony factor of the audience knowing everything and knowing so much and me knowing so relatively little, um, it started being a big weight. And like, honestly, like that's kind of like um, one of the reasons why, you know, some of us didn't end up going offline with anybody was because we didn't want that like big, you know, that big stamp on us, that Instagram post, you know, of mm, yeah. these two people are together, you know, it's like, right. so that's pretty big, you know, it's a big thing. And um, we know that we know that you guys would have loved as audience members to see, you know, one of those to, uh, you know, shape up, shape out and have that well, nice big moment of reveal of the photos and everything. But, you know, it just wasn't what it was. Um, do you have anything else you want to mention about the show? Anything else you want to you've been thinking about you wanted to say? Um, not not really. No, it's, I mean, like it's it was definitely a, an interesting experience and it's so odd of an experience um you know uh you don't really talk about how you're you know talking to multiple women at the same time and it made me feel kind of weird at times um but um yeah definitely very unusual yeah i'm i'm yeah but i'm looking forward to you know seeing how friendships or romances butt out of this if any do or any don't it's okay because i it was a fun time yeah yeah and we're looking forward to having you with us in the audience for season three. We know uh, it's going to be a, a just a big old tea fest. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for talking to me today, Ryan L. And mm -hmm. um, I hope everything works out for you really great. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. All right, man. Take care. All right. Bye.